This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I'm Sue from Lifeboat, and Lifeboat are promoting health and well-being, but you take in charge of your own health and well-being by using tools such as mindfulness, EFT tapping, NLP, and um, Reiki as just a few examples of the tools that we can use. I thought it would be a great idea to get on the radio and um, give out some of these tools freely to people, particularly the mindfulness and the meditation tools. I hope somebody's holding you. So, hello, welcome. Um, interesting day I've had today so far. Um, so, it was a bit of um, a difficult day for me today. I woke up this morning and I was feeling a little bit sad and I didn't quite know why I was um, feeling this way but um, I said okay that's okay that you're um, feeling sad today but I'm not quite sure why everything's actually quite lovely. I've um, been building this beautiful cabin up at um, Mount Lyford and uh, it was pretty much finished and we, we've got a few little jobs to do but we stayed up there for the first time in our own cabin uh, at the weekend, it was glorious. The sun was shining. It was beautiful. The cabin is amazing. And we've got these Douglas fir logs in there and they're massive. And w the trees that, that we've used, they've got all these knots and all these things sticking out. So it's not like machines. So it's like living in a tree. So I'm in my element in there. And then we heard that the ski field was closing So um, after the weekend. So we thought we'd go up there. Um, we went up in our shorts, <laughs> in the snow, throwing snowballs. <laughs> it was great fun. I took photos. Shorts and snow is what I call the photos because I just thought that was really cool. And so, yeah, I had a fabulous time and I thought, I don't quite know why I'm um, feeling sad. And then I thought, hmm, it's September. What was something quite significant about September? Now, I, um, I had a little brother and uh, my little brother was killed when I was uh, seven years old. And and this thing, it, it wasn't handled very well. It, it was actually my seventh birthday. And so I was like taken away and then I was brought back after some time and there was a bunch of other stuff that happened. And then um, he was never mentioned. Everything was like taken away to do with him. No photographs, nothing he wasn't talked about. I never went to a funeral. There was no grave for me to visit. And part of me for a while thought I'd perhaps imagined this brother that I'd had. And there was other parts of me that went through things like, well, maybe it was my fault. And another time, I think I told people that I thought he'd been taken away and um, he must have been really naughty. And there was a lot of stories I was telling myself. And of course, none of it was actually really true, but I didn't really understand it. And then many, many years later, and I, I think I've mentioned about um, my sister also dying in a, in a, in a freak accident. And when that happened, I went through some healing to do with that. I'd learnt 
a bit of a thing about, so if something bad happens and you just shove it down and you forget about it and you don't have anything to do with it, you don't talk about it, you don't share it, you just push it down there. So that was some sort of learnt behaviour from, from from being a child and I'd kind of carried that with me somewhat. But when my sister died, there, there was this part of me that thought that this wasn't a good idea to bury it this time, that maybe it was a good idea to work through some of these emotions and and allow them to be, allow myself to be sad. And I'd also spent many years working in trauma and working around a lot of children and I'd been doing the same thing most of my life. Like um, I could have like quite a challenging day in the operating theatre and then I would go home and eat my tea and, and talk about Coronation Street or whatever. So I didn't, I wasn't really dealing with a lot of stuff. And when that happened to my sister, this kind of became a time for me to start to deal with things and and allow those emotions a bit more. So I went to try and get some help. And this is quite a few years ago. And there really wasn't a lot out there, to be honest. But my GP said, I know a lady who has had something similar that might be able to talk to you if that might help Sue and I went well I'll take anything anyway so this lady came and she was awesome actually she was really helpful and and we talked about what had happened but I found myself telling her about my brother and I hadn't talked about this because I thought I wasn't supposed to but there it started to come out and um, she gave me some very good advice she said well you can't deal with it right now because you've got to work through this grief of your sisters, but you will have to go back and revisit this grief for your brother and and um, and find some ways of moving through this because it's not really helpful for you. And I thought, okay, she's maybe right, but she's also right, I've got to work through this first. So I did, you know, work through my sisters and, and this grief and this way. It was handled a whole lot better. And um, I certainly allowed a lot more feelings in this one. And then eventually I did um, visit the um, what had happened to my brother. And like I said, I'd never been to a grave. So I found the grave and I visited the grave. So this is the first time I'd ever seen it and knew that it was real for a start, that this had really happened. And then I decided that I'd get really brave and talk to my mom about what happened and, and talk to her about him a bit more. And so I, one of the things I asked, well, when was he born? Because again, I don't know, this thing had like toe been covered up. And it was the 14th of September and this is today that I'm recording this show. So it was like, wow, it's the 14th of September. I think that's the day of my little brother's birthday. Maybe I should just check with my mom. And, and, and I checked with her this morning and I said, is it my little brother's birthday today? Because I'd learned on the day he died, that was actually on the gravestone, but I didn't actually know the date he was actually born on, so his actual birthday. But I just had this feeling it was today. And so I rang her and we had a little bit of a chat and she told me some little stories about him and about him drawing and about how close we were. She said, because there was a very short um, difference in age and I was a prem baby and I was quite small and he was quite big. So we were like twins. And she said, we were actually like twins. And 
It was really like um, there was a part of me that was missing that's now kind of been opened up there that somehow me not being able to bring him into my life had made a part of me disappear somehow. So it was really cool talking to my mom this morning, although, you know, there was a few tears there for myself because it almost feels like, although this grief happened when I was on my seventh birthday, and I'm quite a lot older than that now, it's still quite new for me. And I'm still, I guess, working through some things from that. But it's kind of wanting me to get you and ask you to share your grief, go through your grief, don't push it all down, don't do what I did because it is going to come back and bite you in the bum really. So when you go through something or you lose somebody, it needn't be a person, it could be an animal, it could even be like a, a change of job or a house or a change of country maybe. You know, acknowledge that grief, acknowledge the sadness of leaving but also allowing what's new to come in. You know, if something dies, something new's always beginning. There's always a new beginning from that. I don't quite know what that was from my brother quite yet, but maybe the birth of my sister was a new beginning for that. I'm not sure, but I definitely know when my sister died that um, there was a new beginning for me there because I came to live in New Zealand and I'm not sure if I would have done that permanently if that hadn't happened. So there was a definitely a new beginning there and even when I decided that I was leaving the operating theatre, it was actually quite sad that I was leaving that world and some parts I still miss of it but there was a new beginning that definitely opened up for me. It, it, teaching well-being, learning about mindfulness, making podcasts. It opened up so many new things for me while still acknowledging that that was a great time and some wonderful experiences from it. But to move on and move forward, I guess, or move through. Move through is probably a better way to describe it because it's still kind of there, just in a different way. Anyway, so my song for today, this is such a beautiful song and it's the sort of sound behind it. It kind of like feels sad, but yet hopeful. So I just take a listen to it. There's also a bit of humming in it and um, humming's really good for you. So maybe you might want to hum a little bit through it because it is very beautiful. Never really sure where I'm going But it's better than knowing 
Whatever day will be, I am who I am. And I know what I know. But I don't know my way. I just go where I Lovely. So I hope that you um, enjoyed that song. Like I said, it's kind of like melancholy and sad, but yet hopeful. And it's spring. (laughs) And spring has just started when I'm recording this. So isn't that a time of that really, isn't it? Like new beginnings and like acknowledging what's gone on, you know, what's happened, but moving forward. And I think that spring kind of gives us that feeling, doesn't it? You know, we're not quite ready to sprout out completely yet, but we're ready to like start poking our heads out a little bit. You know, the days are getting a bit longer, a bit lighter, and some days are a bit warmer. So we might want to get a a T-shirt on and expose our skin to a bit more uh, of the light and the sunshine. So new beginnings. 
So I thought that would quite nicely lead on from the conversation that I've just had about what today meant and the fact that I've acknowledged that I feel felt a bit sad this morning and what that might mean for me as, as far as new beginnings. And um, straight afterwards, I drove into town and I had to run a, a well-being course for a group of people. And we were talking about toolkits for for mental well-being. And I, I was sharing with them, you know, some stuff around thoughts and emotions. And I managed to kind of get straight into that. And I wondered if I hadn't acknowledged this morning that sad feeling, whether I would have been able to jump straight in and do something like that today or even come in and make my podcast today if I hadn't acknowledged how I was feeling. So it is, it's new beginnings, it's new ways of moving forward and by myself, by working through a lot of this grief and and I have been sharing the story quite a bit with people and, and saying that, you know, this is kind of what drives me is this what happened to me is they're not being able to acknowledge the feelings, to not being able to have those emotions explained to me as a child. And it, this is what drives me. This is what makes me want to go around and, and, and talk to people about these things and, and get people talking and, and encourage people to start sharing their emotions and sharing their feelings and explaining to young people what emotions are. And, and they're not bad. Not any emotion is bad, it's just an emotion and how we might express these emotions and and finding ways of what works for us. You know, I'm often saying how dance works for me or painting or writing or poetry or or making something. You know, I, I learned today that um, from my mum, actually, that my little brother had made this thing out of matchsticks, she said, and it was incredible. So making stuff, using creativity... Um, creating music, you know, I, um, I've i just had this little tune going in my head recently and I've started to like play it on my guitar and now when I feel like I need some time by myself, I actually just go and play that little tune and it does kind of help me be present to where I am and it feels that there's a lot of change in the world right now, like some real big change, but change isn't bad. Change is just change. And maybe we can bring some new beginnings. And if we actually start focusing on what good things we can bring into this change, and if we actually start putting our attention onto, this is a great time, in my opinion, to make some really good changes in the world. And if we can start focusing on those things and start really appreciating ourselves you know, I think to get to know yourself and have a chat to yourself, remind yourself of how wonderful you are, like our, our bodies, you know, they're, they're incredible, they're amazing, just as they are, without us doing anything, you know, our, our hearts, our minds, the way the blood pumps around our body, all of those organs, what, what our hands can do, what our voices can do, you know, we are pretty amazing, even without actually doing anything, so giving ourselves some gratitude and appreciation for, for, for what we are and also nature. 
You know, let's give some gratitude and appreciation for nature. I, I was walking along the cliff, cliff track the other day and, and I guess with the nice weather coming in, I just notice it a bit more. But how the sun goes on the waves in the, in the sea and, and it glistens. I mean, that's why it's called Diamond Harbour. It's just so beautiful and just taking a bit of time and breathing and noticing the little things and appreciating those little things and appreciating the small things in ourselves. And then we can start appreciating and looking at the small things about what we appreciate in others instead of often looking at what we don't appreciate. Let's focus more on what we do appreciate. Let's focus more on what we are loving and what's wonderful about this world because everyone's too quick to point out what's wrong. But let's start looking at what's right. And that me saying about that song, like it's sort of melancholy, but yet hopeful. You know, let, let, let's look at what, what, what's, what's wonderful about, what are you looking at right now? What's wonderful about that? What can, what can you see? You know, can you see the sunshine? Can you see a tree? Can you feel the breeze on your face? Can you see the flowers? I saw the daffodils coming up now. Daffodils are very special to me. I'm Welsh and uh, Welsh flower is the daffodil. So it's like, oh, there's the daffodil. You know, so looking at what you can see that that's just stop, just breathe, just be and see what's so beautiful about where you are right now. You might be with someone that's beautiful, you know, someone that's really a lovely person. You might be doing something that you love. I'm doing something that I love right now. I'm recording this show. I'm talking to people. I'm sharing music. I'm giving out some tools that might help people be more in the moment instead of the next moment or instead of reading stuff that's sending you into overwhelm. There's a lot of overwhelm at the moment because there is so much sort of coming and happening. Make it smaller for your world instead of trying to see like the big picture. Come back, make it smaller. What's happening for me right now? Do I have shelter? Do I have clothing? Do I have food? Who do I have around me that I love? What do I love? And how could I be more with that? You know, maybe if it is nature, then how could I bring nature more into my life? And as a coach, I'm always saying like, draw a circle where you are, draw another circle, where you want to get to, put some little stepping stones in between and see what that first step could be. Just something small to get you towards that because we look at where we are, where we want to get to. We can have a little bit of overwhelm about that. Now, this is where I want to get to, yet I'm only here. But by putting little steps in, then you could just do one little thing today. And if you don't get any further than that, you are further than you were yesterday. So I think we should get comfortable for the meditation today. So wherever that you are sitting, if you could just make yourself comfortable right now. Obviously, if you're driving or operating machinery, then don't do the meditation yet. Do it a bit later when you're at home. Settling nicely. If you're lying down, lie down. If you're sitting, sitting. Just make yourself feel comfortable. But feel where you are. So if you're sitting, just kind of move your bum on the seat a little bit. If you're resting on something, maybe like me, you've got your elbows on the table. 
Feel where they're connected there. Feel where your feet are connected. If you can, take your shoes and socks off and do this in bare feet. If you can feel where you, what are your hands doing right now? Are they together? Are they touching? Are they on something? What does that feel like? Feel where your hands are. Feel where your back is. Is it on the back of the seat? Feel where you're supported. Because we are supported. We're supported by gravity as we just keep falling off the edge of the world. So feel where you are. Feel where your feet are. Feel where your head is. Take a big breath in. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. Another one. Big one in through the nose. Feel where it's filling up your body. Keep going. Hold it. Now let it out. Really gently. Really slowly. Feel like your shoulders are dropping. Like your drawers relaxing. Like everything's just dropping down. 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 Hold it. Now breathe in again through the nose. Feel your whole chest expanding. Hold it. Now breathe out. Gently. Gently. Letting go. Letting go. Letting go. Big breath in through the nose. Letting go. Letting go. Letting go. I'd like you to imagine that you're walking along a path. Along this path, there's some beautiful flowers, perhaps daffodils. They could be another flower that you like. You can just see them. They're just coming out. They're so beautiful that you're just going to stop. You're just going to stop. You're just going to smell them. Touch them. Feel the sun on your face. The smell of the flowers. The touch of the flower. It hasn't quite come out yet. But it's nearly there. Just like you. You're just about to fully bloom. You're just enjoying this moment. Right now. It's a beautiful moment. Just you. And the flower. And the sun. And a bit of a breeze on your face. See what you can taste. See what you can smell. See what it feels like. Can you hear anything? It's just a beautiful, quiet moment. Okay, so just feel where you are on your seat or lying down. Open your eyes very gently. Just get to see where you are, feel where you are, hear what you can hear. Bring yourself back into the space that you are. And know that you can go to that place where I've just sent you any time that you like or listen to the song any time that you like. It is there for you. 
Have a good few weeks and I'll see you again next time. Go well. For all your first aid and CPR and wellbeing at work programmes and training, please contact fatco.nz. That's F-A-C-T-C-O dot N-Z. You can contact them at training at factco.nz or 03 365 3556. The fact is, you can save a life. Come home, home is wherever I'm with you. Oh, home, let me come home.